This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. Father, we thank you right now for your word. We thank you for your truth, God. We thank you that, God, even as we receive your word, you minister to us by your spirit. Lord, I make it known to your children that I'm not trusting on my own human intellect, but I'm depending upon you, Spirit of God, to speak for the word with power and with anointing. And Lord, I promise to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word this day. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Now, I want us to continue from where we left off last Sunday evening, talking about the mountain of the Lord. Uh, we are talking about that we have not come to a mountain that, cannot, that can be touched with hands, uh, but we have come to a spiritual mountain. Now, last week we shared this even as we were celebrating the Pentecost Sunday. And so there's so much truth in this word and I sense that I needed to continue in sharing with us what is it that we have come to as children of God? What is it that we are surrounded with as children of God? Now, we see here in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 18, the Bible says, you have not come to what may be touched. You know, we have not come to what may be touched, a blazing fire and darkness and gloom and a tempest, and the sound of a trumpet, and a voice whose words made the hearers beg that no further message be spoken to them. You know, we have not come to that, you know, for they could not enjoy the order that was given. If even a beast touches the mountain, it shall be stoned. You know, indeed, so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I tremble with fear. But we have come to Mount Zion and the, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels in festal gathering. Now, that's what I want us to focus on here, that what is it that we have come to as children of God? What is it that we are celebrating as children of God? You know, the Bible tells us here, that we have come to Mount Zion. Now, remember that Mount Sinai was in the desert, you know, and Mount Zion was in Jerusalem. And then besides that, we see also that uh, when the day of Pentecost came, they were in Jerusalem. The disciples were in Jerusalem. The anointing came upon them in Jerusalem, and uh, it came. Uh, tongues of fire came upon, set on each one of them. And so it was not on a physical mountain, but it was on the power, uh, on the individual people. The anointing was upon them. Now, this is very much important as children of God that we would walk in the anointing of God, that we would follow the anointing of God in our lives. 
And so God says that we have come to Mount Zion, you know, the city of the living God. We have come to the spiritual Mount Zion and the city of the living God. And it says here that it's a heavenly Jerusalem. Now here, when God talks about heavenly Jerusalem, he's specifically uh, removing focus from a physical Jerusalem. So he's clearly stating here that uh, where we have come to, it's a spiritual place. It's not a physical place. So he says it's a heavenly Jerusalem. It's not an earthly Jerusalem, but it's a heavenly Jerusalem. And so when you give your life to Jesus, when we have given our lives to Jesus as children of God, God placed us in a higher level than we were. We are now stepping into the supernatural, the anointing of God, the presence of God. That's what we are stepping into. And so it says here we have come to heavenly Jerusalem and to innumerable angels in festal gathering. That here in the heavenly Jerusalem, it's not only heavenly Jerusalem, but it's also innumerable angels in festal gathering. Angels that are celebrating. Festal is talking about you know, having a feast, having a celebration, uh, that the angels of God are celebrating the presence of being uh, the presence of God. They are celebrating this, uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the, you know, being in the surrounding of God. And so God says here, the Bible says here that we have come into that, into the presence of angels that are out there celebrating. So meaning that all is well, we are in celebration, a spiritual celebration. Why? Because all is well with us. So that's what we have come to, innumerable angels in festal gathering. And it says to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven. Now here he's talking about those who ascended to uh, to heaven when Jesus rose from the dead, you know, the Bible says that he led people. He was the firstborn and he led people to heaven. And so the first group, the, uh, which is mainly the Old Testament uh, believers, you know, that uh, they had not gone to heaven. They had been in paradise. Uh, so when Jesus rose and he paid the price, rose from the dead, then he led them into heaven with his own blood. And so uh, we have come into that. that the, that's what the Bible tells us. You know, the assembly of the firstborn. You know, so, so uh, when we read the Bible here in uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, it says that we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. that they are witnesses that are cheering us from heaven, even as we live this life. And those witnesses are recorded in chapter 11, a previous chapter, of how uh, the men and women of faith live for God 
and they are there cheering us up. It's innum- we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Yeah, and so that is why we are to lay aside every weight and we are to look unto Jesus, the founder and the perfecter of our faith. Yeah, so that's what we have come to as children of God. We have come to a mountain. We have come to a, a, a Mount Zion. We have come to the city of the living God. We have come to the heavenly Jerusalem. You know, we have come to that. And this is a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Now, listen to what the Bible says here. It says, uh, we have come, verse 23, we have come to God, the judge of all, and to the spirit of the righteous made perfect. Uh, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better way than the blood of Abel. See that you do not refuse him who is speaking. For if they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, much less will we escape if we reject him who warned us, uh, who warns from heaven. And he says, at that time, his voice shook the earth. During the time of Mount Sinai, the voice of God shook the earth. And when he spoke, the whole mountain shook. The whole mountain uh, vibrated. And people were scared. And so he says here, but now he has promised, once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. Uh, God says that I am in control, you know, that I'm not going, not only going to shake uh, the earth, but I'm going to shake also the heavens. You know, God is saying that whatever thought that it's standing, it's out there, up there, and standing, that cannot be shaken, that can do as it wishes. God says that I'm going to shake it. You know, once more I will shake, not only the earth, but also the heavens. And this phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of things that are shaken. Now, when God says that I'm going to shake, not only the earth, but the heavens, it means that the earth and the heavens are shakeable. You know, now, here is talking about the atmosphere above us, that they are shakeable. Yeah, and... That is things that have been made. You know, things that have been created are shakeable. And let me tell you, everything that has been created, that thing is shakeable. That thing will be shaken. That thing will never stand before God. And, And why is he shaking all of that? He's shaking all of that in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. You know, the reason why he did that is so that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. You know, things that are immovable may remain. Things that are tough may remain. And verse 28 says, Therefore, let us be grateful to receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. You know, that's where I want us to focus our attention to today, uh, that the kingdom of God is a kingdom that cannot be shaken. 
you know, and thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. You know, why? Because uh, the kingdom that we are in as children of God is a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Uh, that everything else will be shaken, but the kingdom of God will not be shaken and cannot be shaken. And it cannot ever be shaken. That is the kingdom that God has uh, brought us into. That is the kingdom that we are to experience, that we are experiencing as children of God. And so let me tell you, a child of God, that whatever it's made will be shaken. You know, whatever has been created will be shaken. Whether here on earth or in the atmosphere above, it will be shaken. You know, but the kingdom of God will not be shaken. And that is why it's so much important that we rely on the kingdom that cannot be shaken. You know, don't put your trust on things, on natural things that today are and tomorrow are not there. Don't put your trust on things that can be shaken, but put your trust on God. You know, put your trust on the living God, you know, on the kingdom that we have been brought into. It's a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Yeah. And so the Bible says that because our kingdom cannot be shaken, you know, because uh, we have come to the kingdom that cannot be shaken, it says here, let us offer to God acceptable worship. Yeah, that let us praise him. Let us worship him. Let us thank him that God, you are in control. Uh, so as you go out tomorrow, uh, to uh, the whole week, as you will be going to work or going to school, you know, or even may, maybe you will still be at home, you know, just appreciate God. Even as you go about living your life, just appreciate God that God, I am in the kingdom that cannot be shaken. You know, just offer him praise and worship and exalt him. That God, I am in the kingdom that is immovable. I am in the kingdom that stands, a kingdom that is solid, you know, a kingdom that is firm, a kingdom that is rigid, a kingdom that is not shakable at all. And he says that therefore we are to offer unto God you know, acceptable worship and with reverence and awe, acknowledging the grace and the goodness of God in our lives. So we are to offer unto God with reverence and also with awe unto God because we have come to the kingdom that cannot be shaken. And verse 29 says, For our God is a consuming fire. Why are we uh, this? Because our God is a consuming fire. And I believe that our God is a consuming fire. He will consume every virus. He will consume every problem. He will consume every challenge that is uh, coming against your life, that is standing against your life. He will consume everything that is of a problem to you. Why? Because our God is a consuming fire. And so I want us to understand that this is the God that we're serving. He is the God who is a consuming fire. He is the God 
who will consume every power of darkness. And so we are going to pray right now. And even as we pray, you know, we're going to celebrate that God, we're in a kingdom that cannot be shaken. That God, we're in a kingdom that stands. We are in a kingdom that cannot be moved in any way. You know, that we are in a great kingdom. You know, we're going to celebrate and appreciate the goodness of God and the grace of God upon our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. So I want you right now, wherever you are, you begin to thank God right now. Let us lift up our voices unto God, even as we appreciate and we thank God you know, that God, you have brought me into this kingdom, you know, where angels are celebrating. God, you have brought me in this kingdom where, uh, you know, there is fire, the fire of God. Let us begin. Go ahead and thank God right now for this kingdom. Father God, we thank you right now for your kingdom. We thank you that we have come to a great kingdom. We thank you, God, that we have come to a kingdom that cannot be moved. We have come to a kingdom, oh God, that is saturated with your anointing, with your presence, and with your fire. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, even as you say that because we have come to a kingdom that cannot be shaken, that we should offer to God acceptable worship. And today, God, we offer unto you acceptable worship. We honor you, we praise you, we exalt you, mighty God. Because God, you are taking care of us by your spirit. We thank you, mighty God, that God, you are there for us by your anointing, by your grace, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, mighty God, that even as we go about eh, living our lives, that God, we go with a sense of your protection in our lives, with a sense of your covering in our lives. We go with the sense of we are in the kingdom that cannot be shaken. We thank you, mighty God, for that kingdom in the name of Jesus Christ. Eh. We appreciate you, God. We appreciate the working of your spirit in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Now, here, still in verse 28, the Bible says that uh, we, we are grateful. We are grateful. Let us be grateful to God for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. You know, with reverence and awe, we are to be grateful to God. And so I want us right now to thank God that God, you have given us this kingdom. You have put us in this, kinvo, in this kingdom and we are grateful God. We are worshiping God just now and now we are grateful to God. We tell God that God, we are grateful that you, are, we, you, you have adopted us and received us and embraced us as your children and put us in your kingdom. We are grateful, God. We don't take it for granted that as children of God, this is what, how and what must ha should have happened. But we are grateful to God that this is what has happened and that it's by the grace of God in Jesus' name. Let us bring our gratitude 
unto God even as we do that with reverence and awe, you know, for what God has done. Father God, we thank you. We are grateful to you, mighty God, for the kingdom that you have brought us in. We are grateful, Lord, for the grace that you have uh, put upon our lives. We are grateful, God, for the awe that you have bestowed upon, oh, oh God. The awe, Father, we, we are doing it with awe because, Father, of the, the grace, Lord, that you have shown unto us in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, mighty God, that it has been the waking of your spirit, and we are grateful, God. Lord, we don't take it for granted that this is what should have happened or could have happened, but this is what you did by your power. And Father, by coming and giving our lives unto you, we are thankful that God, we could, Father, celebrate you, celebrate your goodness, that we could come and be part of what you have done for us and what you have done for all your children, God. We thank you right now for that in the name of Jesus Christ. We appreciate you, God, for the waking of your spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. We believe and we confess that all is well with us, that God, we will continue to see your goodness in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. Amen. Now, we're going to be praying right now based on verse 29, Hebrews 12, verse 29. It says, for our God is a consuming fire. Yeah, our God is a consuming fire. Now, I want you to pray right now that God, even as you are a consuming fire, you will consume every attack of the enemy against our lives, that God, you will consume every work of darkness against our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Every plan of the enemy that the enemy has planned against our lives, that you, God, as a consuming fire, you will consume that in Jesus' name. Let us begin to pray that right now. Father, we are praying in the name of Jesus Christ. Even as your word says that God, you are consuming fire, that God, you are consuming every power of darkness. Lord, we pray right now that God, even as you are consuming fire in this kingdom, that God, you will consume every power of darkness, every work of the enemy against our lives, that God, you will consume every force that has been working against our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray, mighty God, that God, you would work and minister by your spirit, that God, every attack of the enemy, that the enemy sends against our lives, that it would be destroyed, it would be rendered ineffective in the name of Jesus Christ, and that we would see and experience the goodness of God in our lives, in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray, mighty God, that your fire would consume every power of darkness, would consume every sickness or disease that has been formed against our lives, that has been sent against our lives. Lord, I pray right now 
that your anointing God and your fire in our lives would consume them in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, we pray that even during, the, Father, the, your children, as we read in the Bible, that your fire went with them and your fire consumed, Father, the enemies came, it consumed, mighty God, challenges and, and, and situations. Lord, I'm reminded of Elijah who prayed, and, and, and Father, fire came down and consumed the sacrifice and consumed, and also licked up the water that was in the trenches. We pray, mighty God, that the same fire, Oh, Lord, the fire, your fire, mighty God, eh, would lick up every sickness and disease, would lick up every challenge, would lick up every power of darkness in the name of Jesus Christ. Eh. We pray, mighty God, that your anointing would remain strong, your anointing and your grace would be there, Lord. Eh. Oh, Father, your, your fire, your consuming fire would consume Every challenge and every problem, every difficulty, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, I thank you right now that you're doing that by your spirit. I thank you, mighty God, that your grace and your abundant grace, oh God, abundant grace, it's resting and consuming, mighty God, every power of darkness against our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you, mighty God, that it is well with us. It is well, mighty God, in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, mighty God, for doing that by your spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time, even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.